What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about one of our greatest working actors today, Willem Dafoe. I'm such a big fan of this guy. He's one of the first actors I paid attention to growing up, and I just think his career is so underrated. Just look at his body of work that this guy has done in films. I am a big Willem Dafoe fan, and here are the reasons why. First off, think about the way he rose to prominence, starring in some of the best movies ever, like Oliver Stone's Platoon and Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ, Born on the Fourth of July, and Mississippi Burning. Out of that list of films, the one that speaks loudest to me is his performance in Platoon. You have Tom Berenger, you have Charlie Sheen, you have a great cast, but Willem Dafoe is the one who stands out most in that film, and he got his first ever Oscar nomination for that performance. I mean, he's so good in that movie Platoon, the scene where he dies. It's the best scene in the film. Willem Dafoe absolutely brought it in that film, and it's the first time the world took notice of what an actor this guy really is. I mean, out of all the great films about Vietnam, that one is my favorite, and particularly because of Dafoe's performance. Yes, Apocalypse Now is great, but my favorite film about the Vietnam War is Platoon, and the biggest reason why is Willem Dafoe. He is absolutely killing it in that film. Then you look at all of his Oscar nominations. Defoe has been nominated for four Oscars. Here are the performances that got him Oscar nominations. Platoon, Shadow of the Vampire, The Florida Project, and Ad Eternity's Gate. I mean, so many years in between nominations. This guy should have an Oscar. I think he should have won an Oscar for his performance in Platoon. But also, Ad Eternity's Gate, he's playing Vincent Van Gogh. He's amazing in this film. It's one of the best performances of Defoe's career. And also, you look at a movie like The Florida Project and you're like, he's the only recognizable name in that movie, and yet he is such a good supporting character in that film that, again, I could see him winning for that. All four of these performances, this guy should have multiple Oscar wins at this point. He is on the list of actors I most want to win an Oscar because I think he's worthy of that honor. He brings it in so many great performances. I mean, Platoon is nothing like it at Eternity's Gate. There's nothing similar about those films. The only thing they have in common is great performances by Defoe, and he's so different in each and every film. He's like a chameleon. I mean, the thing I'm most impressed about Defoe is that he can play any type of character. He can play villains. He can play heroes. He can play a crazy artist like Vincent Van Gogh in At Eternity's Gate, and then he can play a normal guy like Bobby in The Florida Project. Like, he can play normal, and he can also play crazy. Crazy. There's just no stopping the type of roles that Willem Dafoe can play. And the other thing that fascinates me about Willem Dafoe, while he's mostly in these small indie films directed by auteur filmmakers, he's also starred in some of the biggest films of our time, these mainstream movies. I mean, Willem Dafoe has been in some of the biggest movies ever, like Spider-Man, where he played the Green Goblin, American Psycho, where he has some crazy few scenes with Christian Bale. He also appeared in The Fault in Our Stars, John 
John Wick, Aquaman, and Murder on the Orient Express. This guy is an artist who is in like these super weird indie films where he's playing these crazy roles, but then he also shows up as the Green Goblin in Spider-Man, and that's why I think he's well known. The first time I saw Willem Dafoe in a movie was Spider-Man as Norman Osborn, and that's when I paid attention to like, who is this guy? First off, that was the first superhero movie I'd ever seen. Tobey Maguire was great. James Franco was great, of course, but Willem Dafoe is the one that caught my eye, and I still think to this point, it's one of the best supervillain performances in a superhero movie ever. That guy is just fully going for it in that movie. He's crazy bonkers. It's such a fun performance. It's also weirdly creepy. It has really stood the test of time. I still watch that movie and think that's one of the best supervillain performances. It's up there with Heath Ledger's Joker, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger. It is a great supervillain performance by Willem Dafoe. And I think other actors choose between the two. Like, they either pick to be indie movie stars or these blockbuster films, but Willem Dafoe has nicely proven he can do both things. He can be in a comic book movie like Spider-Man while also starring in indie films like At Eternity's Gate and The Florida Project. He is getting the best of both worlds. I mean, again, he showed up in Kenneth Branagh's The Murder on the Orient Express, and even those films that felt small at the time, like The Fault in Our Stars and John Wick, like, I don't think he went into those films thinking those would be mainstream movies, but they turned out to be, and Willem Dafoe plays such a small part in both films, but it's so interesting that he's a part of those films. Like, he's a guy who's in these weird films that not a lot of people see, but then he has some real breakthroughs in his career. Everyone has seen those movies. Everyone, literally everyone has seen Spider-Man, The Fall in Our Stars, and John Wick, and that's why they know who Willem Dafoe is, and thus, they see him in those films, and then they end up seeing these other films like The Florida Project and like At Eternity's Gate. I think he's really smart in the way that he looks at his career. I'm going to do a few blockbuster films like Aquaman so people will see my weird indie films like The Lighthouse. It's a super smart way to look at his career, and not a lot of actors go about it that way, but more of them should. Another thing I want to bring up about Willem Dafoe's career is that he's lent his voice to two of the best animated films of all time, and those films are as followed. Finding Nemo and Fantastic Mr. Fox. I absolutely love both films. I, of course, was a kid when Finding Nemo came out, and when I recognized Willem Dafoe's voice in it, I thought, wow, it's really weird that the Green Goblin is showing up in Finding Nemo. But again, I thought he absolutely brought a terrific vocal performance to that film. Again, not a lot of people appreciate voice performances, but I absolutely love the fact that he was in that film, and I thought he brought a lot to it. I mean, all the performances in that film are so good. Albert Brooks, Ellen DeGeneres, and yes, Willem Dafoe. I mean, that really, I absolutely love Finding Nemo. Then you have Wes Anderson's animated film, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which features a star-studded cast that includes George Clooney, Meryl Streep, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Owen Wilson, and Willem Dafoe voices the villainous rat character. Again, it's such a weird career. Dafoe has been a part of so many critical hits that not a lot of people have scene, and then he starred in mainstream movies like Spider-Man, and then he shows up in two of the best animated films of all time that were also huge box office successes. I mean, Finding Nemo was a huge hit, and Fantastic Mr. Fox was a Oscar contending animated film. There is no type of film or genre that Willem Dafoe has not been a part of in his illustrious career, and that's what's so impressive about it. He's tried every single genre of film. 
animated films, superhero films, dramas, comedies. He's done it all. Another thing to look at in Marvel at his career is the list of filmmakers that he's worked with. Here's the list. He's worked with Oliver Stone twice, Martin Scorsese twice, Paul Schrader a bunch of times. He's been in a ton of Wes Anderson films, Anthony Magella, Sam Raimi, Spike Lee, Scott Cooper, Sean Baker, Kenneth Branagh, Ed Norton, and Robert Eggers. Those are a great list of filmmakers. Some of them were masters at their time, and some of them were unproven, but he gave them a chance. I look at Sean Baker and Robert Eggers, recent films that he's been in. He was in The Lighthouse, directed by Robert Eggers, and he was in The Florida Project, directed by Sean Baker. I mean, those were two not-so-well-known indie filmmakers, and Willem Dafoe took a chance and starred in their films. I mean, Robert Eggers had done The Witch, but not a lot of people had seen that film, and then Willem Dafoe stars in The Lighthouse, and I think it's one of the best films of 2019. This guy is a risk taker. He works with the best filmmakers of the time. No matter what time it is, no matter how proven they are, Willem Dafoe works with master filmmakers. He'll even do bit parts in their movies, like Martin Scorsese's The Aviator. Willem Dafoe is in maybe five total minutes of that film in a supporting role. I mean, he's willing to be in films directed by the best directors of all time, even if the part is small, like in some of the Wes Anderson films, he doesn't have a huge part. One of the biggest reasons I want to talk about Willem Dafoe on this podcast is because of how good his career has been going lately. Yes, I talk about those classics like Platoon and that time I saw him at Spider-Man when I was a kid, but two of the last three years, this guy has been Oscar nominated for his performance. I think he's getting better with age. Think about how good he is in the Florida Project. I just recently saw this film and was blown away. I saw At Eternity's Gate sometime last year and was blown away. I saw The Lighthouse and I was blown away. This guy is getting better with age. He is going to get that Oscar at some point and I think he's not slowing down at all. This guy is on fire right now. He's working with great filmmakers and he's getting great roles that are allowing him to shine. I mean, this guy should have been Oscar nominated for his performance in The Lighthouse. Him and Robert Pattinson absolutely blew me away in that film. That film should have been up for Best Picture. Robert Eggers should have been nominated for Best Director. That is one of the absolute best films of 2019, like a black and white film like that. The idea of that film is insane. It shouldn't work, yet it does. It's like an escape watching that film. It's like not even watching a movie. It's like an experience, and Willem Dafoe's character is a big reason why he absolutely should have been nominated and possibly won an Oscar for that performance. And again, Willem Dafoe is not slowing down. Here's a list of upcoming films that Willem Dafoe is set to appear in. Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch, along with Timothy Chalamet, Sir Ronan, and Bill Murray. Paul Schrader's The Card Counter, along with Oscar Isaac. Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley, along with Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, and Rooney Mara. And Robert Eggers, The Northman, along with Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke. I mean, this guy is not slowing down. He's starring in so many big films. I'm betting one of those four films will get another Oscar nomination for Defoe because that's how much I believe in his career. This guy just brings it. And again, a lot of those films I just mentioned are directed by directors he's worked with. Paul Schrader, Wes Anderson, Robert Eggers again after The Lighthouse, and for the first time ever, he's working with a great director in Guillermo del Toro. This guy is working with master filmmakers, some of which he's worked before. He's going to get 
get another Oscar nomination, and all four of those films have a chance to be great. Out of that list, the one I'm most excited for is Robert Eggers' The Northman, because that collaboration between Eggers and Defoe in The Lighthouse was so special. I just know this film is going to be unique. I love Robert Eggers' last two films, The Witch and The Lighthouse, so I believe in him as a director, and I believe he knows how to get great performances out of Willem Defoe. but there's a chance all four of those films will turn out great. I mean, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch is a film everyone's waiting for, Nightmare Alley, again, is a star-studded cast with Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, I mean, the card counter with Oscar Isaac. This guy's career is not slowing down. This isn't the end of Willem Dafoe's career. This is like the peak of Willem Dafoe's career. I don't think he's ever been better as an actor or a movie star than he is right now. And that's something so rare in actors. I mean, at this point in his career, you would think Willem Dafoe would be in the washed-out part of his career, where we're just looking back at his films like Platoon, but no, we're looking forward to his work just as much as we're looking back. That's what's so special about the career of Willem Dafoe. It's already so great, but I think it's going to build up to something that's going to even be more special. His career is not over again. It's at the peak. I think Willem Dafoe is at the peak of his career. Again, two of the last three years, Oscar nominations for the Florida Project and at Eternity's Gate. And again, he should have been nominated for the Lighthouse. This guy is not slowing down. It's the peak of his career. Willem Dafoe has never been better as an actor. And that's so surprising to say because again, I saw this guy in Spider-Man in 2002. Actors usually don't have this kind of run, but because of how good he is at picking which movies he's going to appear in, Willem Dafoe's career is going to past the test of time. I mean, he's going to last into his 70s. This guy is a movie star and he's not going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, truly, there is no pattern to the career of Willem Dafoe. He can play good guys like in Platoon and the Florida Project and villains in Spider-Man and the Grand Budapest Hotel. And he doesn't have a movie star persona. When Willem Dafoe is on screen, you don't know what's going to happen. He's unpredictable. He's wild. And that's why I think he has longevity on his side. And he doesn't have like that charismatic movie star persona that a lot of stars do where they just like, okay, I'm going to do that thing that I did in that last movie and I'm just going to pull this one off. No, he is unpredictable in his choices of his roles and what he does in movies. He doesn't have a thing. Like when I see Willem Dafoe on screen, I'm not like, okay, he's going to go do his thing. It's what makes him so rare and so believable in any single scenario. Like I can picture him in a Wes Anderson film and in Spider-Man. I can picture him in John Wick and he can appear in The Fault in Our Stars. Like he's believable in any film and any reality. There is no place I could not see Willem Dafoe showing up. I could see him in a horror film, and I could see him in a western. There are some actors where you're just like, I can't picture that guy in anything but an action movie. I can't picture him in anything but a drama. Willem Dafoe can be in any genre. I mean, just look at this guy's 2019 where he starred in The Lighthouse along with Robert Pattinson. I mean, that's such a weird horror film, but he also had a small role in Motherless Brooklyn, a detective film that I absolutely absolutely loved, and I absolutely loved Willem Dafoe's performance in that film. It was unlike The Lighthouse. Like, again, in the same year, he can give two different performances like that. He's just putting in work. Let's wrap this up by talking about the five best performances from Willem Dafoe. Number five, 
at Eternity's Gate. He played Vincent Van Gogh. I think it's an incredible performance. It's probably his best lead performance I've ever seen him in. I was blown away by Willem Dafoe in this movie. He made Vincent Van Gogh a sympathetic character in this film. Again, I didn't know this idea that Vincent Van Gogh didn't feel super successful in life. And because of that movie, I felt more about him. And I grew more to like Willem Dafoe as an actor. Again, an incredible performance by Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate. Number four, The Florida Project, where he plays a hotel manager named Bobby. He is so good in this film, along with unknown kid actors. He is the one well-known movie star in this film. Again, what a performance by Dafoe. The idea that he can play a guy like Bobby while also playing an artist like Vincent Van Gogh is incredible to me. It shows the range of his career. He's the most versatile actor of our time. Number three, The Lighthouse. No other actor could have pulled off this performance that Defoe does in this film. Again, he's incredible in it. Robert Pattinson's incredible in it. It's one of the best films of 2019, and Willem Defoe definitely should have gotten an Oscar nomination for this performance. He is unbelievable in The Lighthouse. It's a one-of-a-kind movie with a one-of-a-kind performance from Willem Defoe. Number two is Spider-Man. I absolutely love him as Norman Osborn. I love this. This is his big breakout blockbuster role. It's his most well-known role. It's the first thing I ever saw him in. It's what's got me interested in him as an actor. And again, those dinner scenes between him and Anne May and Peter are insanely funny and weird and creepy. No one else could have pulled off this role. I, I like Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblin, but again, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is just so much better. And again, it's lived the test of time. This movie came out in 2002, and it's still one of the best supervillain performances in a comic book movie ever. And all this talk that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield could return in the Spider-Verse movie with Tom Holland, I would absolutely love to see Willem Dafoe return as the Green Goblin. He's incredible in this performance. And the number one performance of Willem Dafoe's career, in my opinion, is Platoon. I think this is one of the best breakout performances an actor has ever had. Again, Charlie Sheen is great in this film. Tom Berenger is great in this film, but it's Willem Dafoe who steals the entire movie, and it's basically almost with one scene. His death scene is so great. It's probably the best death in a film ever. Again, he's captivating throughout this film, but that scene is incredible, and his face in that scene is incredible. A lot of people talk about how he has an interesting face. I think that idea began with this performance in Platoon, and I think his entire career of being an interesting actor started with the film Platoon. It is absolutely the best performance of Willem Dafoe's career. And if you have not seen this movie, what are you doing? Listen to the end of this podcast and immediately watch the film Platoon because it's incredible. So those are the top five performances of Willem Dafoe's career. Again, you have At Eternity's Gate, The Florida Project, The Lighthouse, Spider-Man, and Platoon. Check out these films to appreciate how talented Willem Dafoe is. Again, a lot of those films are recent. You have Spider-Man from 2002. Ad Eternity's Gate was recent. The Florida Project was recent. The Lighthouse was last year. And the only classic is Platoon. This guy is only getting better. Willem Dafoe is a -a one-of-a-kind actor. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. I think he's massively underrated. And again, I think we are in the peak Willem Dafoe years. And I am here for it. I want to see more Willem Dafoe in movies 
that I love, and I have no doubt we have not seen the best of Willem Dafoe. There's a lot more to come. That's what makes Willem Dafoe extraordinary, is that you can look back and marvel on his career and still look forward to the performances that you haven't seen from yet. He's 65 years old and still going. Not a lot of actors are this good at that age. Again, he is at his absolute peak. I'm a fan of the legend that is Willem Dafoe. He's truly one of a kind. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.